Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO.org, AM850 in the St. Louis area. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook as well. And of course, you can search out KFUO wherever you get your podcast. Again, just search out KFUO Radio. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. And good afternoon, Warren. Good afternoon, Gary. And today you want to talk about misleading headlines on the creation of artificial cells, right? That's right. Misleading headlines about man-made living cells. And so uh, somebody famous once said, I don't know anything except what I read in the papers. And I would say today that's pretty dangerous to read uh, in the paper and think that that's all true, especially if all you read is the headlines. Headlines can be very misleading. So take this for a headline that was in uh, New Scientist. The headline says, Artificial life made in lab can grow and divide like natural bacteria. And if you read that article, it's like, wow, they created life in the lab. Well, not really. And so if you go to answersingenesis.org, they have an article written uh, on June 2nd by Harry F. Sanders III. And the title of the article is Synthetic Cell Attempt Failed Again. And so I highly recommend our listeners look that up and get the whole scoop on this. We're going to kind of summarize some of the main points and read some of the things that... uh, Sanders says here. He says, a few months back, there was a great deal of excitement in the popular science media about the construction of self-replicating synthetic cells. It made headlines all over the popular science media from New Scientist, Yahoo, Real Clear Science, and the Science Times, among others. It claims were repeated all over the internet and represented a significant advance toward life in a laboratory if the claims were true. However, as usual, pop science reporting is missing quite a bit of nuance. Uh, The type of research involved here involves minimal genome research. Minimal genome research is the attempt to determine how far the genome of a bacteria can be reduced and still self-replicate. A form of origin of life research, minimal genome research attempts to work backward from existing life to figure out just how complex the supposed first life had to be. The research being presented is not completely new. Craig Venter, most famous for his involvement in the Human Genome Project that wrapped up in 2003, and his team did something similar in 2010. Venter's team then built on his 2010 research to create the first artificial self-replicating cell in 2016. However, the first self-replicating cells had issues. They replicated, but not in normal cellular shapes. The newest research of 2021 was an attempt to correct this issue with the shapes resulting from cellular replication. In this, Venter and his team were successful. The newly created cells replicated correctly, leading to aforementioned headlines. And so I'm going to take a little aside here, back to that New Scientist article. They mentioned there that they had taken a cell of a, of a bacteria, mycoplasma, and they chemically synthesized a genome. But what they did is they reduced the genome in the cell to just 473 genes that they thought were essential for life. And that's when it, it, they would replicate, but they did not replicate normally. So then they decided they would add back some genes, and they added back seven more genes that they had previously, previously thought were not essential 
to life or cell replication, and then they were able to get them to replicate in a more natural way. So again, they did not create the DNA. They did not create the cell. What they did is they took naturally occurring stuff and then manipulated it by design, thinking if we took this out and took this out and took this out and took this out, would it still live? Would it still replicate? So that's what's going on. It's not that they started from scratch, not at all. That's not what's going on. They reduced a naturally occurring thing and made it less functional. And here, the author of the Answers in Genesis article gives a helpful uh, analogy. He says, Arguing that synthesized DNA is the same as creating synthetic cell is specious as well as uh, explained by the following analogy. Cell phones require SIM cards to operate. If you were to take the SIM card out, copy or modify it, remove everything but what allows you to make phone calls, and then reinsert the SIM into the phone, would you be justified in saying, I just made a cell phone? Absolutely not. Copying the SIM card and reducing the phone's function does not justify a claim that you generated the cell phone. All that happened in this scenario is that you made the cell phone less functional than it was previously. And that's what the analogy is to what was actually going on in this cell research. They took the operating system, the DNA, (laughs) they reduced it by removing genes, and then said, if we put that back in a cell, let's see if we can make it work. Will it still live? Will it still replicate? And if it will replicate, will it look anything like a normal natural cell? That's what was going on in this experiment. Um, So again and again, human beings have thought, you know, if life could happen spontaneously by nature, you know, just by random things happening, we, we should be able to do this in the lab. Nobody has successfully done that. The only recorded true ex nihilo creation of life happened by God creating life in the beginning as recorded in Genesis. And that should be humbling, and it should also remind us of how wonderful life is and how wonderful our God is who created all living things. And we need to also be careful. I think, you know, scientists sometimes get so full of themselves, they think they can do this and, and there will no, no harm will come of it. And uh, we're learning now more about the terrible virus that caused the pandemic around the world uh, may very well have been the result of a lab experiment that got away from people in China where they took uh, naturally occurring viruses that did not infect humans, and then by messing around with them, now they were able to infect humans and cause disease that spread around the world, and many, many, many people died. So I think you really need to be careful about this and when scientists think they can play God. Right. My wife saw that headline. She said, "Uh uh-oh. I said, what? She said, "Uh, it looks like scientists have been able to develop a cell within the lab and i said well you know what you you need to read more than just a headline because a lot of times these things are false because you and i had talked maybe a month ago or so uh and uh, regarding the uh the information where they took two different uh animals and made one if you recall Mm -hmm. that the headline made it sound like it was successful but that wasn't even successful no that was not successful either so yeah I, i would say to our listeners Always be careful when you see a headline not to believe the headline, which may be very misleading. And even if you read the whole article, be careful to read all the words. And then 
compare it with other sources that right. you can trust. And uh, our good friends at AnswersInGenesis.org have wonderful articles where they can help give you the rest of the story, because often people have an agenda. If they want to think that uh, there is no God and the Bible is not true, human beings can create life, uh, life is on other planets and it happened all by itself, you know, that that kind of stuff can be very misleading. So don't let it shake your faith and always check out the rest of the information to get the facts. And in the end, it, it will still be the Bible is true and God is still the author of life. Nobody else has ever successfully made life. And think about it. If, if scientists took a lot of time and energy and working together and did successfully create life in the lab, would that prove there's no God? Not at all. No. It would show that life can be created by intelligent living beings if they're smart enough and manipulate the right things to get it there. So right. it, it still would not create, be, prove evolution and that life happened by accident at all. It would still involve intelligent design. Right. And what they would be using was already something that was created by God. Absolutely, which is the case here, yeah. where the, you already had living cells and you just monkeyed with them a little bit. Right. So, would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we believe your word, the Bible, in which you tell us about how you created all things. And we realize that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Our souls know that right well. We are created by you, created in your image, as all life is created by you, O Lord. Help us to worship you, the creator of all, and especially give thanks to you that you sent your son, Jesus, to come into this world to live, suffer, die, and rise again, that we might have eternal life with you. Help us also to believe your word, the Bible, to spread the good news of salvation, and to live in a way that gives glory to you, our creator and redeemer. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor, for being on the program today. You're welcome. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us on AM 850 KFUO here in the St. Louis region.